0: Oh shit, here we go again Okay, let's go Bring it Uh, 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 uh.
1: What's doing, what's doing, what's doing everybody? Um, It's Wes here from the Honest to Who podcast Unfortunately today, um, our boy Skivy can't make it He's on um, sabbatical leave, so um, he won't be joining us But funnily enough, we have... um, one of my good friends here, Patrick Farplay, a.k.a. Tricks, a.k.a. Faps, a.k.a. Big Nose, a.k.a. whatever you want to call him. Um, thank you for joining us today, Us.
0: No, my pleasure. I'm glad that you asked me an hour ago. Yeah, thanks, I think you really thanks, good about thanks.
1: this. Thanks. But um, it's not about you today, Us. It's about our toko over here across the room from us, um, low-key. Um, so, Us, thank you for joining us.
2: Thanks for having me, boys. Pleasure um, being here.
1: A pleasure to be here. Very grateful to um interview you. It's a bit nervous, but you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, just a quick one, man. Do you want to tell our listeners what your background and um, yeah, where'd you get your name from?
2: Yeah, so my background is Italian Tongan, my, yeah. my mother's Tongan, and my dad's Italian. Yep. Um, my name, Loki. it was just uh, I guess I, I picked it up over the years growing up, just being someone that was very private and low-key about my business my friends and family just started calling me low-key so that's how i got that name
0: oh really yeah oh. did you ever low key want to be someone at any stage or <laughs> <laughs> no nah, i'm proud of who i am bro <laughs> <laughs> that's it jokes that's jokes it. jokes yeah, jokes cut
1: cut um so what we're going to do also is just to change it up we're going to do an actual quick fire question so uh, my mate over here is going to do a quick fire question for you just to break the ice and um, then we'll get into this podcast
0: let's go bro oh sweet. do you know what a <clears throat> quick fire is
2: no nah. Quick fires like when you ask a question I'm gonna answer and just quickly? answer
0: as fast oh. as you can. So if you answer too slow, I'll let you know. And if you answer too fast, then. It's sweet. Good. Yes, it's that's it's a good it's thing. No. Yes, good thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good thing. Um, sweet. So blue or red? Blue. On top or bottom? Top. Man, a dominance like it? Money or love? Love. Big forehead or big nose? Pick carefully. Big forehead. As in, you would prefer a big forehead?
2: Yeah, I would say so. Sure.
0: <laughs> um. So when I say these phrases or words, you just say the first thing that comes to your mind. So, princess of flowers.
2: Not sure. <laughs> what was that? Oh, I would
0: have said Tongan. Sweet. Um. Horse. <laughs> horse. Dog. Jason the ruler. Dancer. Missionary. Walking. Doggy. You know what it is, baby. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's all that's all man of dominance man of dominance
0: Um. so i just want to touch on um sort of the pathway that you're on so Mm. as we know a lot of us islanders we go into sports um, end up in factories Mm. like not not jobs um on a high scale so what i wanted to talk about is how you got sort of developed your passion for the business side of things or how you got into that pathway that you're in as opposed to your typical islander working playing sports
2: etc. Well okay well obviously growing up I was raised with my tongue side of the family and um, yeah, growing up I was obviously heavily involved in football and, and sports and you know my mum and my cousins we, we focus on making it in rugby yeah. but I guess it was my dad who pushed me more towards you know learning a skill and getting into business because he didn't understand sports, you know, he used to always look at it like, you know, you're risking your body, yeah. there's a good chance you can get injured, and then, and then what, you know, you've got nothing yeah. that you can fall back on. So, your dad's Italian? Yeah, my dad's Italian.
1: Okay, awesome,
2: awesome. awesome. So, yeah, he, he pushed me a lot to, you know, learn a skill, and he always used to speak about business, you know, how mm. you can work for yourself, you can control your destiny, you know, yeah. you don't have to work seven days a week, you can do two jobs a week, you know, yeah. this was plumbing that he used to speak about, so... That kind of opened my eyes made me realize that you know he's onto something it's making sense you know yeah. and, I, and i'm a, i'm someone that looks at common sense yeah. if it makes sense to me i'll try to understand and get wrap my head around it yeah, so i guess i was lucky i had a dad that was um you know always bringing the things like that up to me yeah allowed me to understand
1: yeah because like um like pat said you've definitely broken the stereotypical Islander or pacific on the job um in that sense and you're pretty successful in your music industry um do you want to touch on that and uh, how's that going for you at the moment
2: thanks man yeah appreciate it man um the music industry i'm probably six months into it now like oh, heavily really? into it yeah i dabbled into it uh, i'm talking like 10 years ago when i was an artist myself i used to rap yeah, yeah. And, and make beats but it wasn't until the last six months when i actually started pushing the artists that's making a lot of noise now, Young and Lips. Yeah. He was... Um, oh,
1: So Young and Lips, is, he is working under you?
2: Yeah, yeah, so he signed to me as an artist.
1: Oh, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, nice.
2: So it started with him, you know. Yeah. That's when I started taking things seriously. Mm. And with COVID kicking in, I realised, you know what, i gotta, I got to make a shift from the, the, the nightclub scene to yeah. the music yeah. business. So mm. I started educating myself, um, not only myself, but the team that's involved with me as well. So yeah. we started educating ourselves, and now we're focusing on the hard
1: Oh nice, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, you've got to
2: adapt the clubs are closed right now. You yeah. hundred
1: yeah, percent. I mean? yeah. But before the music um scene, what was you what were you doing then?
2: So I was running nightclubs. Yep. So before the music scene, yeah, obviously running nightclubs. I still am now, but with COVID nineteen, they're yeah, all closed yeah. at the moment. So nightclubs, um <coughs> barber shops, yep. a cafe, yeah, yeah. and a couple of other things that I stay busy with. I see. <coughs>
0: Um, so i had a quick look at your insta yeah um saw all the sort of celebs that you had like sunny bill I think yeah. i saw fabulous um sort of what 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 um what does that what does that feel like for you as a promoter or promoter of your club getting these people <coughs> coming to you coming to your club etc you man
2: do you, obviously you know it's something i'm very proud of you know being able to entertain like a-grade celebrities yeah, you know um because rep- pretty much not only am i representing sydney australia I'm representing polynesians you know yeah. so i'm very proud to to host a lot of these celebrities because they ask you know where you're from like yeah. what do you do they want to know a lot about us as well <clears throat> so yeah i'm very proud and and i love doing it you who, know? Who, i love entertaining it's always been my thing
1: yeah who was your um favorite celeb or like have you got any like spicy stories about any celebs that you've had or like in terms of like a failure maybe or like any any of them you, any fa- nervous moments
2: my favorite celeb that like, to hang out with, I would have to say, it was Twister.
1: Oh,
2: Twister, Twister oh, the fast yeah. rapper, yeah, you yeah, know. Start, celebrity. Yeah, I toured him in Australia and New Zealand for the first time. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. and just hanging out with him, he was the most humble, down to earth, um, yeah. just cool guy. You know, like he wasn't uh, fussy with anything. Very easy going. That's crazy. <clears throat> so that made my job a lot easier. Yeah. Um, and in terms of which artist did I like? Well, which artist was other one?
1: Like your favorite? My favorite
2: player, yeah. uh, that I met, I'd have to say Craig David. Oh, really? Yeah, growing up, oh, like I was, was a big seven so days yeah, rendezvous. So so, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah so growing much. up, I was a massive fan, you know, yeah. like he he kind of softened me up a bit, he got me into like love songs. Slow jams, yeah. yeah, Slow Jam. So when I first met him, he was the only, that was the only time I was actually starstruck. Yeah. yeah. And I'll never forget, it was at the casino. Um, we met at the lobby because my friend was actually his tour manager for Australia. So, we met up, we we're supposed to go to dinner but I couldn't make it. Yeah. We met up and then we went to Marquee for his show and I remember just seeing him performing all those songs. He just brought back a lot of memories. Crazy. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Did you really
0: like fangirling almost?
2: No, nah, I wasn't fangirling, but I was I was man, I was just it was just, amazing just an amazing feeling. Aura, yeah, yeah, just enormous. I was like, Man, that's Craig David, you know, big fan. Yeah,
1: man. Um, with people looking up to you, like um like obviously as a Pacific Islander, mm. I'll like to see what you're doing and I I I like <clears throat> like to see like you're obviously striving in what you do And that's kind of like a uh, Like a, you know uh, uh, Like seeing that uh, yeah. Like our background Our Pacific Island background um, Exceeding I guess mm. Um, And with that Like do, who are your idols Like growing up Or do you have any idols now Or anyone you listen to Or yeah. like, inspiration kind of thing
2: Growing up um, You know I had a lot, a lot of idols You know I had my older cousins I had my, my father Who was a massive yeah. part To you know my hustle mm. Um, local you know local boys that were like you know playing rugby or yeah, yeah. or just or even criminals growing up yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I, they, I used to idolise them because yeah. they were respect they were respected they were yeah. feared um, but these days you know I look I look at successful business businessmen and um, you know family men yeah, yeah they're the ones that I look up to now you yeah, know you nice. got the rock I love his I love his, yeah, I love yeah, his yeah. thing His hustle yeah. the way he is with his family yeah. Um and just some of, a lot of my close friends, like I look up to them as well. You know, I like to surround myself with people that are that, that are successful or even yeah. more successful than me, because you know I like to rub shoulders and, and learn from them.
1: Yeah, awesome, nice.
0: So, like, um, obviously, you've talked about how your sort of mentality changed. Does that come from culture as well? Like, that was one of my next questions. Like, yeah. what was the biggest difference between growing up in a Tongan household versus going? To your obviously your father's My side, Italian side. Was, like what were the pros and cons that they obviously there's some similarities in the way they eat, like yeah. Us islanders, we eat heaps. I, I see in Italian shows, they eat heaps, yeah. So, could you just talk about sure, that? bro?
2: So, look, when it comes to food, very similar, yeah, overeat, actually. plenty of food, never a shortage of food. Um, family's very massive. The uh, only difference I feel with. My upbringing with my Italian side compared to my Tonga side was, my Tonga side was very easy going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was yeah, no, yeah. there was no deadlines, there was no urgency. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just very easy going, yeah. just, you know, everything was okay. Yeah. Where we were on my dad's side, the Italian side, it was the complete opposite. Everything had deadlines. There was urgency to everything. Even me picking up, cutting the grass, picking up leaves yeah. off, off the lawns. There was urgency to everything, so it was very different. You know, yeah. I, I didn't really enjoy a lot of the time I spent with my dad. You know because it was a lot harder yeah but you know i'm at an age now where i value and appreciate, appreciate that so much because yeah. that's why i'm the way i am now in business you know everything has deadlines urgency and um you know you, you got to hustle for what you want
0: yeah do you think that's a barrier to like pacific um island culture in general polynesians in general that just because they're so easy going that it almost stunts their growth to be successful
2: I think it definitely makes it, it's a big part of growing up, you know, is it wrong? No, you know, like yeah, that's just, it depends yeah. what you want, you know, me personally, I, I got to see both sides yeah, and yeah. I chose this side, I could have went for the easy going side, yeah. I kicked back and just, you know, just did a normal job and there's nothing wrong with that, like there's happiness, plenty, of, there's probably more happiness there than what yeah, I'm doing yeah, now, yeah, let's yeah, be I real, you know, know. Yeah. it's not easy, um, but that's the life I chose and I feel like it's it's part of my DNA and that's what I do.
1: All right. Um so just touching on family, like um we spoke but you spoke about family and how yeah. what it means to you. Yeah. Um what does family actually mean to you and how do they drive you and what you do today?
2: Family is very important to me, you know. It's um something that keeps me humble, keeps me sane. Yeah yeah um it's my biggest form of security, you know. Yeah. Without my family, I, I feel like I'd be lost. Yeah. And growing up with a Tongan and Italian family. Yeah it was big you know growing up is very important to us you know family being there for each other supporting each other um so in terms of how it drives me it actually motivates me to take things to another level because knowing that my family is secure or has you know financial security stability is is very very important to me so yeah they're a big part of it
1: Uh, awesome
0: awesome. uh so just gonna ask the next question um what artists are currently under you like you've touched on it already yeah um, feel free to let us know because man the whole world's waiting to know
2: yeah so right now i have young and lips young yeah. lips is under me dj discretion yeah yeah, yeah. montellum is a producer uh piece to peter and enzo they've just come yeah, on board mean, mean. there's a couple other artists that they've just come on board too however i would rather keep it on the low yeah, for now hard, 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 until hard. we announce i want to announce it properly
0: yeah it also, is there is there yeah. a hint at all who's real Oh, awesome! awesome. awesome. Uh, so touching on sort of um, how, like you say, you do a lot of study in that. Is that for university or is that just for your own No,
2: nah, I never been to university. I didn't finish year ten. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't finish school. What
1: school did you get
2: in? I went to high school. I went to Morris College Eastwood. Oh,
1: nice. Yeah. Finish first.
2: <laughs> yeah, he was a year below me, man. Actually, yeah, yeah. I used to look after him because he was half Tongue and half Lebanese. Yeah, half the only over. other, I think, it was the only other islander. islander
0: there. But there's a lot of mixes, man. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Tongan Lebanese. Yeah, so um, you know, like I was looked out for him, you know, as a, as a young and in the school. But yeah, I didn't finish. I didn't finish year ten. So.
1: So you got no degree, nothing no, like at no, all. No degree, man. So self taught kind of thing, or like what, what obviously self taught. Yeah.
2: But it's more like I'm passionate about this. You know, yeah, like I yeah. love this shit. Yeah. yeah, I feel like when you love something, you're passionate about it. You're gonna take it to another level, and I'm very competitive. Like, I'm very, very, very competitive, man. I yeah. think that's another thing that's important in business or or anything that you're doing. Like, if you want to, you know, even with this, like, you're going to, in your head, you, you, you want to be the best mm. at it. Otherwise, you're just not really going to stand out, you know. Like, when you, when you want to be the best, you start putting deadlines in place. You start having certain standards for things. So, being very competitive, I think, it was a big part of my success and my is that hustle. something
0: you developed over time your competitive edge or was that something that you always, always had, had i had developed
2: care? you know what i think i developed it over time i got more confident about it as i was getting older mm-hmm. younger i used to obviously have it with my cousins because it was easy yeah. but in school i wasn't competitive you know like
1: older cousins younger cousins both, like, or both? older
2: cousins and younger cousins yeah. only because it was easy you know i yeah, was comfortable yeah. i could because i knew them yeah, yeah but when it came to like school i think i was very shy with that stuff yeah, yeah. you know because you know, growing up with you know the polynesian culture and, and upbringing was yeah. v- we were taught to be very humble so yeah, yeah. i was pretty confused man yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. i didn't know it's how mixed, to be mixed, yeah mixed know? And stuff. yeah so
1: yeah yeah were you like in school how were you what were you like in school like were you low-key or, low <laughs> <coughs> or like man, what kind of
2: kid were you i was very naughty man I was oh really a, i was a very naughty kid yeah. i got the i was told from oh, my obviously. principal at the time I, no one's been more no one's been suspended more than me in my <laughs> high school
0: can you put a number on
2: that? Uh, man, I reckon definitely over thirty times suspended. Dang, suspended. Wow. I'm talking like I was very naughty, man. Yeah. Like um, jigging, like man. I a jig, but that wasn't the thing. I think for me, it was just being naughty, fighting, or yeah. doing doing stupid shit that yeah. would get me in trouble. You know, yeah. I don't like, want
0: to blow my own pipe, but I got suspended. Yeah, twice. It's
2: not something I'm proud of, but again. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. But again I don't regret it because yeah. at the end of the day, like it's all about today. evolving, yeah. man. It's all about okay, you know what, that was me yesterday. This is where I'm today and that's that's what I'm trying to get to. So yeah. I think that's the mentality I developed over the years, and it's something important to understand. So, yeah. you know, you don't you don't get caught up with, with the past and shit.
1: Yeah, yeah, hungy, mm. Um so to this date, what do you reckon is your biggest achievement um of your of your life? what's your biggest biggest achievement
2: achievement would definitely be independence knowing that i'm independent you know no no matter what was to happen tomorrow i'll be all right so there's no one higher Uh, no one no one above me there's i'm my own boss well i'm not not that i'm my own boss but um I can live this life in a comfortable situation. Mm. Now, like again, if I was to lose everything tomorrow, I know I'd be able to bounce back from my knowledge and yeah, yeah, my yeah. skills. You know, yeah, and especially with
1: this COVID, like you could have lost a lot. Or yeah, yeah. Or, you know,
2: put me in any situation, I know I'll, ba- I'll bounce I'll back. I'll come up. Boss. You know, yeah, yeah. that's just my mentality, and I think that's important to have. Yeah, yeah, just confidence. You know, self-confidence, self-understanding, on your abilities, your strengths.
0: No, that's
1: awesome, um, man.
2: That's
0: yeah. awesome. So. I want to touch on. So you said you didn't finish school. You left school at year ten. Or you didn't uh, finish I got, I got expelled 10. in year ten. Um, so I'm a teacher. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of kids drop out. Like, man, and and they think that's the end for them. Do you have sort of any advice, advice that you'd give them? Because I know hmm. a lot of kids when they drop out of school. Um, I don't know what it is in Australia, but hmm. year eleven, year ten, year nine, like, um, and they think that's the end for them. Like, they they go, they just muck around trying to find yeah. something to do. Do you think that's the end or be all Or do you think um, Let me rephrase that Do you think You have to stay in school To be successful Or do you think
2: mm. First yeah. of all It's the end for you When you say it's the end for you yeah. You know As soon as as soon as you believe it's the end That's when it's the end yeah. You know As long as you um, You know Believe and And keep Wanting to Figure things out And involve And evolve um, It's never the end You know um, For me like if I could go back, I would want to finish school. But at the yeah. same time, I didn't enjoy it, you know. It didn't, yeah. it didn't get my attention. It wasn't mm-hmm. for me. You know, I'm hands-on. I like to learn and see mm-hmm. things and experience. That's how, that's how I am, you know. Like, I need to experience things firsthand and learn from my mistakes. I'd rather learn from my mistakes than someone telling me, that's how you need to do it. Because, yeah, I just don't feel it, you know. So I think for me, to answer your question, it's definitely not the end. Um, and if school's not for you, make sure you, you have a, a plan, you know, like think about it, like what do you want to do? Yeah. You know, ask questions, look for help, you know, like reach out to me even, you know, I love giving my time to people that are actually yeah. looking for answers, don't waste my time and, and just to talk shit, like hit yeah. me up, if you have a serious question, come correct and I'd will i I'll love to give back yeah. um, oh, advice on that, yeah, so I think, yeah, look, Follow the right people, follow people that actually make your moves yeah. or look for people that are doing things that you want to do that gets your attention and ask them for help. You know, tell them what you want to do. There's people out there that want to give back.
1: Yeah. All, right. All right. So but uh, I hate to go back to it, but like so your first, like you said, you got expelled at year ten. Um mm. after year ten, what did you do? Like what was your first job?
2: Uh I went straight to the workforce. At the time, my uncle started like a labor hire company yep. and he had the contract for Fantastic Furniture. Oh yeah! He yeah. literally threw me straight in there. So it was, I remember the first day, my other uncle picked me up, went straight to work unloading containers, and that, I was there for about three months, three to six months, I think, yeah. for memory. And he started picking up other contracts, you know, temporary fencing and, and a few other things, and I just kept moving around, like yeah. whatever wherever he needed me, I just I used to run the ball up for it.
1: Oh, nice! And then from there, what did you do after that?
2: Um, from that, I, I think I did that for a few years like 3 4 years and then I got into the trade I got into plumbing So you're a plumber by trade Plumber by trade man yeah
0: Oh awesome awesome This is another qualification added really Yeah it? man it's actually
2: a crazy story man I'll never forget this cuz when I was actually working for my uncle my dad wasn't happy with it yeah. I was making about 6 700 bucks a week yeah. and at that age I thought man I'm making I'm making good money Making good money you know and my dad is always pushing now you got to do a trade you know you can make 5 to 10k a week yeah. with a trade but when I looked into a trade, it was like, you know, $6, 7 dollars an hour as an apprentice. Yes. Yes. And I was so like, I'm start. not gonna go down to yeah. two two fifty, three hundred bucks a week. I'm making that, I'm making yeah. double. But, you know, not not looking at things long term, I, I didn't value what he was saying. Yeah. But it was crazy, man. It wasn't it was one day where we came back, I came back with my cousin, so it was my uncle's son. <clears throat> we came back to his house and the newspaper was open on his table. I'll never forget this. He went to use the bathroom first i was supposed to be next i'm sitting down this table kicking back the newspaper was open and it said plumber apprentice first year needed yeah i remember looking i'm like "Fuck!" should i just give him a call just have a go uh, i called him up and there's a guy called sebastian i'll never forget this shout out to sebastian shout out, shout, out to, <laughs> shout out to sebastian man straight out italian great great boss great leader great plumber yeah I called him up, hello, who am I speaking to? I'm like, hey, I'm calling in regards to your article. Yeah. My, my cousin's in, in the bathroom, so I'm, I'm being a bit quiet. He goes, oh, can you start tomorrow? He was very straight to the point. Yeah. Reminded me of my dad, you know, straight to the point. Can you start tomorrow at 6 a.m.? I go, where are you located? Um, he's like, I'm in Concord. I'm like, all right, I'll be there 6 a.m. He goes, are you sure you're gonna be at 6 a.m.? I go, yeah. He goes, oh, I'll see you tomorrow. He sent me the address. And I called in sick, I called in sick to my uncle's job. And I went to the the plumbing job, and I and I stuck it out with him for three years, from oh, wow. just from that yeah. That it's, one phone call changed my life.
1: Wow, three years um, to be a plumber. That
2: was three years with him. Then obviously I moved on, and because he he focused just on maintenance, but I wanted to learn commercial and a few oh, other, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know.
0: Um, was that fulfilling for you? Um, it was. Especially because your dad was a plumber, was that fulfilling? For him yeah, as well?
2: for me, it was fulfilling because I knew I was making my dad proud. You know, that was massive for me. You know, to make him proud, and I also knew it was it was good for me. You know, I knew my dad's advice was always for the best. Yep. Um. So yeah, I was very I was very happy.
0: So what does he think of your business now that you have as opposed to the plumbing? Does he still?
2: Yeah, th- I'm sure my dad's very proud. proud yeah, you yeah. know, my dad's passed away. Yeah, but oh, I, that's all good, bro. That's I'm,
0: both of us. Oh, that's, all, that's three all three of us.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's very proud, man. You know, like yeah. I still, you know, when I make when I make moves, I still think about him. You know, like how yeah. would he, what would he think about this, or how would he feel? Yeah. So <clears throat> that's definitely kept me in line. 100,
0: 100
1: Yeah. Oh no, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so, uh, just like I know it's hard, but is there any struggles in life that like anything you struggled with in life? Um, like. Yeah, Anything yeah. you struggle with in life That you want to Look, touch
2: on Or like I'm kind of lucky You know I don't have a lot of these Struggles that a lot of people have You know I've been pretty Pretty blessed Yeah yeah. I yeah. think my biggest struggle is i have to say Probably never being content With what I do You know yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm always Wanting to succeed Or do better You yeah, know Nothing's yeah. good enough for me yeah, yeah I think that's That's probably a struggle That I struggle with yeah. But at the same time I love it you know So it's kind of like Like
1: it's a yeah, Plus but minus
2: Kind of thing Yeah true That's probably my biggest struggle yeah. And I guess another struggle For me is probably Knowing that You know I'm going to lose family Over You yeah. know In life Like yeah. I think about that shit a lot too You know oh, like, So you think Do you think about that Yeah them? I do Does man it? I do you know Like when I grind it out Like I'm always thinking Man like I look at my grandma And I'm like man Like
0: yeah. they're not there for She's not yeah.
2: going to be forever You know I look yeah. at my mum uh, My family I, There's something I do think about yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But you know It's life you got to it's part of life you got to accept it and You know Move forward
1: Yeah well, nah, that's pretty scary man Because I thought mm. I was the only one That thinks about death But yeah. I'm
2: sure we all do bro <laughs> Especially uh, so I'm sure we all do man So yeah.
0: Um So You went into plumbing you did, you did that trade um, And then you got your Business on the side So Can you fill us in On sort of that gap From plumbing To where you headed to now or, mm. or how you got Sort of got into that
2: So w- uh, When I was plumbing Four years into it I did six years all like up. Four years into plumbing, I got introduced to the nightclub scene, yeah. oh, wow. and I started running nightclubs. Yeah. Um, so running nightclubs and p- working as a plumber at the same time was very challenging for me. Oh, so yeah. you're doing both? At the I was same doing time, both because right? I knew, and you know, I was I was 80 there. I'm thinking, yeah. do I do I quit now? Because I was making a lot more money in the nightclub game yeah. compared to plumbing, but I didn't want to quit because I was 80 percent there. You know, I knew I had to finish, and yeah, I had my dad yeah, at last yeah. as well. He's like, finish this, finish, finish it off, finish yeah. it off. You know and towards the end my dad got sick yeah. and that's when i finished my trade yeah. and once i finished my trade i gave it up completely yeah. looked after my dad i said clubs running on the weekends yeah. and then once my dad passed i focused on the the sorry the the nightclub scene. Night scene that's it the nightclub business and i just i've been running clubs ever since
1: what was your first nightclub
2: LAX. It's oh, called LAX. Okay. Second where was, club. Where was that located? That was no? at the Pavilion okay. on George Street in the city. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They've closed down now. They sold and closed down. They've yeah. redeveloped the whole the whole area. Yeah. And from that was MVP, which still runs to today, yeah. which I'm very proud of. Yeah. yeah. Um. Again, yeah. with the club scene, you know what what motivated me again to get into the club scene was creating a safe environment for for Polynesians. That's yeah. what that was my first motivation yeah. to start clubs. You know, I wanted to look like the man, you know, like yeah. I like I like looking like the man that's yeah. making a difference. Yeah, or like, you know, like pushing boundaries that a lot of people thought, no, it can't be done. Again, yeah. it goes back to being so competitive. Yeah. Um. So that's what motivated me at first. Yeah,
1: with the club scene. With the club game, yeah. Was there any like struggles in the club scene? Like is there any like things like that you struggled with in the club scene? I know there's obviously a lot of fights or like is there any yeah. times where you've... um. Like being shut down or
0: anything yeah. like that? Question, question
2: being yeah, being yeah. I was, you know, probably up to now, I'm still probably the most hated club promoter in Sydney because, you oh, know, really? yeah, like with the Losting Police because, yeah. you know, the crowd I do pull, especially yep. at MVPs, all Islanders, you know, and yeah. when a fight kicks off, you can't stop it. Yeah, yeah? someone, oh, people are getting knocked out, you know, yeah, you, gotta, you just got to let it flow. Like when I see fights kick off, I just tell everyone, kick back, let oh, it yeah. happen, you know, you yeah. can't stop it. Unless unless it's a small one, you know. Yeah. So, you know, over the years I've had a lot of issues from lasting police trying to shut us down. But again, you know, I've fought it all the way through and I'm still here now.
1: Um, in that nightclub scene, I know you um, travelled to New Zealand as well. Like you did a yeah. few stints over there or took some of your boys over there. How was that? Like, did you see, it was there a different vibe to the New Zealand vibe and the Australian <laughs> vibe? Like, um, what was the scene mm. like?
2: There's a
0: like, lot bigger islanders is there, like, male and female, eh?
2: Yeah, I felt like um the New Zealand nightlife. I know it's pretty interesting. I felt like they were a lot more easy going there. They were more loose, you know, yeah. they had more fun. That's a, that's the vibe I got from the New Zealand nightclubs when I went there. Yeah. So over here it's like, yeah, we're having fun, but at the same time we're ready okay, something was to kick off. Like yeah. everyone's still on a bit edge. Yeah. Over here, but in edgy? Sydney, yeah, yeah, still a bit edgy. In New Zealand, everyone's easy going. Yeah. But again, you knock you bump into them, they're to knock you out. So yeah. I feel
1: like it's probably Over here in Sydney Like it's the multicultural scene Like you know Over there it's just Pacific Islanders Kind of thing yeah. uh, But over here Like with multiculturalism And stuff Like um, the Islanders Do have a lot You know With the Lebanese The Italians And yeah. stuff like that
2: So, so yeah we're, We've been influenced yeah, You know like we're, we're highly influenced By the people around us And being such a multicultural city Yeah Yeah, yeah. That's why you see like the way we dress, the way we speak, yeah. the way we, like even the jobs that we're getting into now. You know, you see a yeah. lot of islanders getting into the the construction industry, which yeah. is which is awesome.
0: Yeah.
1: 100.
0: Um, you talked about like you alluded to earlier. You talked about being humble. Yeah. And how that's a common islander trait. Um, and then you talked about like um your mentality mentality about not being humble. Mm. Is that something you developed or? Was that something you always had, but you didn't really show because of your culture? Or was it because you realised that in order for you to get somewhere, you had to be, you had to have some sort of ego, you had to be aggressive Mm. in some sort of way?
2: Look, I'm always humble, you know, I feel like that's something, I can't even take that away from myself, you know, and I think being humble is very important, especially for my upbringing, you know, being half Tongan. Um, However... It's important to also be confident in what you do and have a lot of pride and ego I think ego is important if you know how to use it as long as you know how to harness it to your advantage I think it's important you know not to step on anyone's toes or to disrespect anyone it's more so believe in yourself you know take push yourself take it to another level you know if someone thinks you can't do something don't take it personal they just don't understand that's not their vision is different you know but yeah, having confidence and pride and ego in what you do, I think it's important.
1: Yeah, because Islanders in general, oh sorry, Islanders in general, like we are humble, but sometimes like when we get put on the spot, like in you know front of a big crowd, we can like crumble. Yeah. And I feel like um I don't know I feel like you've you know changed that stereotype as well. And like it's mm. just what what do you reckon recommend to our Pacific island listeners out there? Like
2: break that shit. Yeah. Straight out, I'm like you gotta again cut anything negative, mm. any doubt you need to learn how to like just cut it off you know it's easy to say but the more the sooner you start thinking about it and believing it the sooner it'll start to happen you know like i feel like you know the next generation Pacific Islanders, we're gonna see some crazy shit coming through, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Like cause, we've already started half the movement. Yeah, we already started half the movement, so it, it's happening. It's just a, it's just a matter of time, you know. If you look at the qualities we do have, you know, we're, we're hard workers, we're very loyal, yeah. we're honest, we're loving, we're caring. We have got some beautiful yeah. qualities, you know. It's just a matter of um, implementing them and 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 believing in ourselves, you know. That's yeah. really what it is, you know. And opening our minds to the world, not just. Football yeah, or security yeah, yeah, yeah. or all these things, which again, there's nothing wrong with it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like, do what you got to do to feed the family, and, and maybe that's what 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 makes you happy, and that's cool. Yeah. But th- don't hold yourself back if you want to take it to the next yeah. level. Like, Fuck, don't give be scared it a to
1: challenge, like you know, challenge, challenge your parents, yourself, challenge any, or challenge yourself in general. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's good.
2: Yeah. And 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 play the game, you know. Maybe there's a way that you can keep your family happy, your parents happy, while you're pursuing your, you know, your dreams, your goals. And m- maybe you need to show them what you see. Maybe that you know. Again, that they only know what they know because that's yeah. how they grew mm. up. Maybe you got to explain to them and open their eyes, figure that out. That's very important too. Like with my dad, I had to explain to him. Like my mom was cool, you know. My mom's always supportive. Anything yeah, I did, my mom always had my back. Yeah, moms as she, they do. You know, she she's moms. probably the reason. Like, you know, she's a massive part to why I'm humble and why I've stayed level headed. But for my dad, you know, I've had to explain to him because when I got into the club game, he thought, you know, you're selling drugs. Like one yeah, time he found yeah, yeah. one time he found a lot of money in my wallet, yeah. and automatically he told his family, my son's running clubs, he's yeah. a drug dealer, he's yeah. doing this, and he didn't see me for a few months. He literally thought I was a drug dealer. Oh, wow. When he could have spoken to me, you know. And cause, just
1: ask the question. Yeah, like,
2: your son, and I told him, Dad, I'm making good money, you know. Mm. And I actually told him, like, a fraction of what I was actually making because I knew he would freak out. So I was yeah. like, Dad, I'm making this much. And again, he's like, how are you making that much? What are you doing? Again, once I explained it to him over time, I had to break it down and explain to him and show him photos. And my dad's not dumb. He could see that, you know what, like, his son is, maybe that his son is telling the truth, you know. Yeah um again it comes down to what they know and how they w- and were how raised they were you know yeah. they had to they were, they were raised for a whole different time yeah you know their hustle was different they they, they had no security growing yeah. up you know they could have lost their lives like that
1: so mum and dad um did they like obviously they they weren't born here when did they come to Sydney, or did they come to sydney from oh. new zealand or from tonga or yeah. from italy so how my dad
2: came come? to sydney from italy yep straight to sydney straight to sydney yep. He got an opportunity to come in, work, yeah. and, you know, look for a better life.
1: Doing what? Oh, sorry.
2: Uh, he, he got into plumbing straight away.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Because he was
2: doing plumbing in Italy, and they said, look, Sydney is looking for plumbers. There's yeah. an opportunity there if you want to go out there. My dad took that opportunity. Yeah. My mum came here because she had a family. Some of her family were here already. Yeah. She came here from Tonga. I don't know exactly how long ago, but, um, yeah, they, they, they met here. Oh, awesome. That, it's funny how they met... Um, yeah, my yeah,
0: I was yeah. going to say, because that's an unusual connection.
2: It's an unusual it? yeah. connection, bro. So my dad was a, you know, he was a ladies' man. He loved yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: women, you know. Playmaker.
2: He was a, nah. That's that's not, like, the, <laughs> I wanted nah, to ask nah, that, but nah, well, nah, I didn't nah. know, you know. You can ask that, bro. Yeah, yeah. We'll get into that after this. But with my dad, um, he actually saw my auntie, my mum's sister, yeah, yeah. walking in church. Not inside the actual church, but in the premises. And he pulled Catholic, up. Catholic, yeah? A, a Tonga church, like a Oh, uh, I think it's Christian. Know, yeah. yeah, I don't yeah. even know, yeah. Cuz yeah. so she was walking and my dad pulled over. He was he was working in the area. It was that he was actually in Nashville and he tried to speak to her and she's like, "Look, I'm married. Yeah. You can talk to but my sister, you know?" Yeah. Cuz you know, back then they're, they're trying to find partners so yeah, they can yeah, stay in yeah. the there's, bloody country.
1: There's no phones there, man.
2: <laughs> yeah, so if it wasn't for her, like I wouldn't be here right now. Yeah, my dad would never have met my my yeah. mom, so I've got a very soft spot for my auntie, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. I always appreciate what she's done. What she did. What me. she did, you know. She yeah. didn't have to do that introduction. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of weird when you think about it, but, yeah, man, it is that. what it is, you know. I'm here. Yeah,
1: yeah. Nice. <coughs> um, so, um. just back to um, what we were, I was going to say about the, um, our Pacific Island people, like... Our culture is kind of weird. Like it, it is awesome and stuff. Is there anything like that you grew up with, like you would change? Like um, I took uh, like we talk about this a lot with a lot of the other boys, but like um, in terms of like money, like you know the like your Pacific Islander mum always wants money, or I don't know, but always wants money, but they always want to give like a mm. lot. Is there anything you would change in our culture, um, growing up, or is anything like?
0: Mm. that's tricky. a real deep question yeah. eh? it's a deep question man yeah, like, yeah. and
2: I'm very proud of our culture there's a lot yeah, of things yeah. I didn't like personally yeah. you know um uh, one thing that used to get me was I feel like it's hard to grow and be independent like, yeah, oh, 100, 100. you know 100. with with the way our culture is I'm big on in the, I'm big on independence yeah. you know I just had my first boy you know awesome. I want to have I want to have a lot okay. of kids nice and congrats. thank you very much name name Lion
1: Oh really? Oh, wow. Yeah.
2: After the animal, lion. Nice, nice. So lion Beauty. Shout out to lion. I know you're gonna see this one day.
1: Yeah, awesome.
2: <laughs> nice. Yeah, for me, like what I realized at a at a young age, man, like it's hard to break off and and be independent and and build your own foundation, because yeah. it, the foundation was kind of kept at one. Yeah, yeah. And depending on who was running it, yeah. for us it was our grandfather growing up, and yeah. he was big on everyone putting money. We're giving That's all to the happen. church. Yeah, yeah. And again, like you know, that's that's all they knew. So yeah. I understood, you know, like I was always respectful enough to give. to give, yeah. but also, I was also open minded and smart enough to know, man, I gotta, yeah. I gotta save, man, I gotta, yeah. I gotta think of other shit because yeah. I can't really see this going somewhere, you know, especially yeah. with my goals and what I wanted out of life. So yeah. that's would I change it? No, nah, look, maybe you just gotta adapt
1: yeah. and
2: figure out a, a solution, you know.
1: Cause I feel like sometimes <coughs> we go over like Pacific Islanders in general. Like um, when someone does pass away, it's awesome to see that you know we give money, give yes. this amount of money. That's yes. awesome. Like, I love yeah. that. But I feel like sometimes um it's like we get a competitive edge and being like, oh, this family put in this much, I put in this much, you gotta put mm. in this much. Yeah. So um, oh, but that's me just personally. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: I think that's just hard and sucking like anything. You know, like yeah. you always wanna you compare yourself to the person next to you and you know, even my industry the music industry I've I, I got to compare my artists to other artists yeah. I've got to compare my label to other labels yeah. um I think that's that's normal however again you spend by means you know don't overdo it you yeah, know yeah, if you yeah, can't yeah. afford to yeah. if you're doing it just out of, out of your pride and ego yeah and you're affecting your you know your, your lifestyle family, yeah, and yeah. your family I don't agree with that. Yeah, 100. that's something you have to learn over time, and that's up to that person to understand what's going on. No, that's cool. you know.
0: Um, you talked about um, like artists' competitive edge. Um, how do you differ your artists from the rest of the things that are coming coming out at the moment? So, I'm from New Zealand. Drill rap was massive. So, how do you guys? Do you guys join that, or do you guys create your own? Or yeah, what, well, what sort of your views on that? What do you
1: tell your artists? It like, depends yeah. on the artists because
2: yeah. most every artist that I have, they have their own style, yeah, yeah. and I just what I focus on doing is in, enhancing their work rate, their their talent, their craft into their style. So that's what I focus on. I don't, I don't get them to get to follow any trends or nice. yeah. try to like do a song like this song. Nah, yeah. No, I just push them to better their skills. You know. Get in the studio more, spend more time in the studio, do more songs, um, work on your creativity. You know, maybe you gotta read something or maybe you gotta watch something before you record. But like, it's always about bettering themselves, you know, enhancing their skills, not really following any trends or anything like that. Nice. Oh,
1: that's awesome. How many songs do you reckon like they pump out a day or like in the studio? Um,
2: every artist is different yeah. Sometimes you can pump out Five songs in one day Sometimes one song a week It really yeah. depends on, on What you're going through You know how yeah. you're feeling Because it's different You know you're creating And yeah. when you really Get into music It, it becomes personal Because what you're creating It's it's you You yeah, know It needs to be relatable It needs like to be I'm relatable before, And yeah. if you can't feel it You can't feel it You know so
0: yeah. Is that is that a frustrating part Of the music industry Creating songs it's
2: Real cutthroat
1: Do you feel like or?
2: Yeah I mean it's tricky You know yeah. I'm someone that I'll say I'm a creative But Again, I was raised with with, with deadlines and yeah, urgency. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I try to, like, push it. Now, if mm. I feel like I'm restricted, I hate that feeling of restriction. So yeah. if I feel like I'm being restricted, I'll break it. You yeah, know? Yeah. In my head, I'm like, nah, fuck that. I want to just... you got to push yourself, you yeah, know, yeah. In, in anything. So it is frustrating, I'm sure. But yeah. once you learn the art of pushing yourself and breaking boundaries, you can break it in anything, I feel.
1: No, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, that, like because yeah, it's hard to put like obviously like with a normal job it's nine to five but with these artists what like how many hours are they pumping out uh they like how does how do you like
2: it's crazy like for someone like young and lips like yeah. when i book him a studio session he'll go there for like an hour yeah. pump it out and just like oh i'm out bro yeah and just leave you know where peace speed and Enzo will go in there and they'll just crank it out you know yeah. like the, everyone's different everyone's yeah, got yeah, their yeah. own vibe their own style so it really depends. What's the
0: longest time you've spent in the studio with an artist? Like with an artist
2: stuff? trying to create music, I'd say probably six hours.
0: Wow. Oh, That's wow. wow. He, he always think it's like 14, 15.
2: Nah. Nice. nah. I don't think you see that these days. Like when I used to make music, yeah, yeah. I'll spend a week in the studio yeah. straight. Like, again, it's different now because we've got a lot of responsibilities. Yeah. You know, it's it's times are different. Yeah. So you got to adapt.
1: Um, so do you reckon, like um you've obviously touched on the music industry and yeah. that and but your passion for music, like yeah. um like you started rapping, yeah, yourself? Yeah, at a young age. Yeah. So do you think you'll ever like come out with a track or what do you reckon?
2: Uh, you never know, man, but yeah. like personally, like I feel like my my strength is being behind the scenes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah awesome. So I feel like everyone has their position. Yeah. If it made sense for me to do a track or yeah. Or for whatever reason, yeah. uh, I'll give it a crack. But for now, I feel like this is what I'm... What yeah. I, this is my calling, you know? This yeah. position that I'm in now.
0: So you know how you liked Craig David? Mm. Did you ever want to make like... Did you ever make like love songs in that? Heaps. Yeah,
2: I used to do a do lot you, of it. Do like you remember rapping? any right now? Yeah, I might sing something right now if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah no, true, nah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was going to sh- join in, yeah. A bit, yeah. Nah, I like that, yeah. Shout out to josh six, eight, five. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, that's awesome, man. Um, no, yeah, that's hectic. It's good. Um, I think Thanks, like bro. you pretty much answered my last question. Like uh, I was gonna say, like, have you have do you have any advice for our young Polynesians? But man, with that, like, oh, is there any uh, yeah, advice? Yeah, I want to touch on? on that, man. Yeah. Look,
2: stay open minded. Yeah. Don't get caught up in anything negative, man. If if there's anything negative that you're thinking or you're about to say, cut that shit out yeah, straight yeah. up, man. You know, because it won't help you. You won't. You won't. Um push you towards happiness or, or yeah. a better life, you know. So stay positive, stay open-minded, always learn and, and look, again, follow people that are making moves. Don't yeah. follow people that are in drama or, or yeah. negative. So that's a, that's a good first step. Yeah, yeah. Anji.
1: No, thank you for that, man. Um, so just on behalf of us, H.T.W., we'd just like to say a big thank you to um, yourself, obviously, Keith, for letting us um, interview you today. Um, it Thanks, was man. awesome. Uh, we'll be dropping this uh, maybe in a week or so. So stay tuned. Is there any shout outs you want to make, us?
2: Yeah, man. Look, shout out to you guys, man. Thank you for having me on here. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe because, you know, this is This is good for the culture. It's good for our people, you know, giving back and, and opening up, you know, the eyes of our people. Yeah, I honey. think it's, it's good and good to share the stories. In terms of shout outs, I want to shout out to, you know, everyone out there, everyone that's struggling, everyone that's making moves. Just stay positive and, and keep progressing. Awesome. Peace.
0: Thank you. Yo, it's your boy Skiver here, coming through the Honest to You podcast. Thank you for listening. If you like that vibe, please like, share, and subscribe on all streaming and social media platforms. HT Dub.